0: You're listening to the Being Stellar Podcast, the podcast for modern leaders and entrepreneurs who are tired of hustle culture and ready to invite more ease and more prosperity into their lives. I'm your host, Deborah Stellingworth, master teacher and coach, and I am obsessed with helping you avoid burnout while you create a sustainable lifestyle full of possibility and profit on your terms. On the show, you'll hear inspiring stories of possibility, and you'll get empowering strategies and insights from me to support you in creating your stellar life. Well, hello there, Stellar friends, and welcome back to the Being Stellar podcast. In today's episodes, we're going to talk about what it looks like to stay in the game and play to win as an entrepreneur. So recently I spoke to someone who'd listened to one of my trainings where I talk about staying in the game and playing to win. This is something that I got from one of my own coaches who asked me, what would it look like if you were staying in the game and playing to win when I had been in a habit of kind of having stop starts in my business, and I was, you know, I rush at it, I do really well, I'd make a lot of money, I'd make a lot of proposals, I'd do a lot of things. And then I would put the brakes on for two reasons. One, maybe because I was exhausted because I was rushing and, and really in this place of hustle and striving. And the other was because I had some upper limit problems about how much success I was allowed to have. And uh, I've talked about that in other places, so I'm not going to get into that too much today. But what I really want to talk about today is this idea of staying in the game and playing to win that came up in the conversation that I had with somebody who had listened to one of my trainings about that. And this person said to me, I listened to your training and that question about staying in the game and playing to win, it really got me thinking, do I have what it takes to stay in the game and play to win? And I was like, oh my gosh, that is not the question. Do you have what it takes to stay in the game and play to win is not the question that we wanna be asking ourselves of course you have what it takes because you couldn't imagine the life that you're imagining and have the desire for the thing you desire you didn't have the capability of making it happen okay i really do believe that if you can imagine it you can create it so let's just start from the premise that of course you have what it takes to create what you want the better question is are you willing? to stay in the game and play to win. Because that requires something different from you. Asking yourself, do I have what it takes can be a navel-gazing exercise that goes on and on and on indefinitely because your survival brain will come up with all the reasons why it's not safe for you to take action. Your self-doubts and fears will creep in and start telling you that you don't have what it takes and maybe you're not good enough and all the things that go with being an entrepreneur and having fear about success will come up if you're asking the question, do I have what it takes? Let's start with the, with the belief that you have what it takes and go into the question, am I willing to do what it takes? Because that's a very different question. When you're willing to do what it takes, It doesn't matter if you have what it takes because you will get what it takes by doing what it takes. I know that's a lot of, um, that sounds like who's on first, but um, I think you get my point. I'm gonna say it again. You don't have to worry about having what it takes to get where you wanna go because you will get it by being willing to do what it takes. So along the way of doing what it takes to get what you want, you will build skills, you will gain experience that will give you what you need in order to succeed and in order to stay in the game and play to win. And sometimes having someone in your corner, a coach, a mentor, a partner, somebody who's going to cheer you on is also really helpful. And at the end of the day, it's just you and you and your task every day is to get up and beat resistance. So For me, staying in the game and playing to win starts with that daily ritual, if you want to call it, or that daily battle of beating our own resistance, the resistance we have to success, happiness, fulfillment, right? And it shows up in a bunch of different ways. Um, It can show up as busyness. It can show up as procrastination. I have another podcast episode um, where I talk about... Procrastination being a fear response, and that the best way to do the thing that you're afraid to do or you're procrastinating about is just to do it. And it's a simplification, but it really is true. You got to just do the thing. It's like ripping the bandaid off every day you beat resistance. I start my days, and I've shared this before too, I start my days telling myself the story about how it's going to go. This morning's story had this in it, this moment of me sharing this idea with you on video, on audio, if you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube or wherever you might be watching it. So that's part of my story and how I beat resistance today because I could always come up with reasons not to do video. My hair doesn't look good. Um, I don't feel like it. There's always good reasons or not good reasons. There's always reasons. They're not always good. They're usually pretty terrible actually, but I can come up with reasons not to do video. And Today, I told myself the story about how it was going to go. So here I am doing this podcast episode for you. Okay, so when we talk about staying in the game and playing to win, the first step is beating resistance. And the next is to look at how you were showing up. What does it mean for you to stay in the game and play to win? And this comes down to looking at how you're performing, behaving, how you're taking actions in your business. You see, a lot of people, they're happy to be in the game when they get to react. So you need to have a look at what kind of a problem solver are you? Are you a reactive problem solver or a proactive problem solver? Because if you're a reactive problem solver, it's going to be tougher for you to stay in the game and play to win. So what you're going to need to do is to build that muscle of proactive problem solving. Now, let me clarify what I mean here. When we're in reactive problem solving mode, it means we're responding to emails. We're uh, responding to client requests. We're just reacting to whatever comes across our desk or through our phones or whatever. And We are not in control of the actions that are taking place because we are reacting, right? We're responding to other people's requests. And I remember when I was first in real estate, I spent so much time checking my email, seeing if somebody was going to give me something to do. And that didn't go very well. It was when I shifted my mindset around problem solving, because I love solving problems for people. And it was really frustrating if I was waiting around for somebody's problem to solve instead of going after solving my own problems. So if you're a reactive problem solver, you're probably going to find yourself in frustration when business is slow. Because you're waiting for other people to give you problems to solve, for clients to call, for a colleague to ask something from you, uh, for an email, whatever that is, but you're waiting for someone else to solve the problem. And if you're waiting for someone else to solve the problem, that can be frustrating and then it can be demotivating and you find yourself getting depressed. I know, I've been there. When I have nothing to do, I can get depressed. And if I'm waiting for other people to give me something to do, whoo, that sends me into a spiral, right? Of sometimes depression because I'm unmotivated and I'm procrastinating, and then I feel like garbage. And um, you know, I don't do that anymore, but I, I know it. I know that state well. I used to spend a lot of time there, and it really is about shifting that mindset about waiting for other people to give you problems to solve. That's so disempowering. This is why it's frustrating and depressing is because you've given away your power to other random people who you don't even know who they are yet. And you're just sitting there waiting for them to give you something to do. Okay, And when you shift into being a proactive problem solver, That's when you're really staying in the game and playing to win as an entrepreneur. So in order to shift into proactive problem solving, you're going to have to wean your brain off of its addiction to the stress hormones that flood your body and your brain when you're reacting and rushing. Okay, let me say that again. You're going to have to wean your brain from the addiction to the stress hormones that come from reactive problem solving. Because usually reactive problem solving requires you to be in a rush. And when we're in a rush, our stress hormones get activated and it feels like there's danger. And so, uh, you know, danger of not getting it done on time. And when we had our brains go into danger mode, our body gets flooded with stress hormones. This is what causes burnout eventually because we're constantly in this state of being flooded with stress hormones. And it's also what makes it really difficult for you to be motivated when you have to be proactive because you don't have that rush of adrenaline, that rush of cortisol and the stress hormones to kind of keep you going, right? And so you'll have to wean yourself off that and get your nervous system adjusted to being a proactive problem solver. Because let me tell you, the the payoff of being a proactive problem solver, it's not a rush of stress hormones and adrenaline, but I can promise you it's much richer and deeper than that. Essentially, the payoff of being a proactive problem solver is confidence. So many people come to me asking for more confidence. Another payoff of being a proactive problem solver is trust in yourself. So confidence and trust in yourself. Another payoff of being a proactive problem solver is a sense of spaciousness and ease because you're not rushing. And finally, the biggest payoff of being a proactive problem solver is the success you start to experience in your business because you're really moving things forward. You're not just reacting, waiting for things to happen to you. You're proactively creating the results that you desire. And that means an increase in your sense of accomplishment and your sense of worth. And your actual prosperity because when you are staying in the game and playing to win and taking those actions that help you get the results you want the cash flow follows trust me I've done it I do it all the time and my clients do too so you will see when you shift out of that reactive mode your cash flow experience will change dramatically so That's a pretty big payoff for shifting from reactive problem solving to proactive problem solving, okay? which is required of you if you're going to stay in the game and play to win. Now, in order to stay in the game and play to win, as I've shared, you need to start with the premise that you are already good enough, you already have what it takes, and then Be willing to do what it takes, then you need to shift from reactive to proactive problem solving. And here's one thing I know for sure it doesn't actually take a very long time to build a successful business. Let me say that again. It doesn't take a long time to build a successful business. But if you are in reactive mode, it will take you much longer. When you are in proactive problem solving mode, I guarantee you, you will be able to build a successful business much faster because it takes a long time for some people to build a successful business because they are not being the person who is willing to do what it takes to stay in the game and play to win and have a successful business. So they struggle with not having a successful business. And you get this thing like, oh, there's no such thing as an overnight success. I'm like, Well, yes, that's true. There's always work behind the scenes and you can build a successful business faster than most people are doing when you clear the mindset stuff and you clear this behavior of being reactive. So the question at the end of the day is, are you willing to be the kind of person who builds a successful business? If your answer is yes to that, that's a big yes to staying in the game and playing to win. Okay, so I'm gonna wrap up this. This is a really short episode and I wanna wrap it up with this. When you are willing to stay in the game and play to win, that's when you build a successful business. I'm gonna share with you right now a mantra, actually an affirmation, it's not a mantra, so let's, let's just delete that part. I'm gonna share with you an affirmation that I used And still use sometimes when I was trying to shift my mindset out of being concerned what other people thought, if I showed up in my business fully, you know, when I was trying to shift from being a reactive to proactive problem solver, when I was trying to shift out of this belief that it had to be hard. And when I was also trying to shift out of the behaviors of or the belief rather that it wasn't allowed to be easy for me and that I was only allowed to have a certain amount of success. Okay. And it goes like this. Let me read it to you. If I loved myself, what would I do? I would stay in the game and play to win. If I were playing to win, what would I do? I would be 5% less concerned about how others perceive me. If I were 5% less concerned how others perceive me, what would I do? I'd connect and serve without attachment. If I were 5% more willing to connect and serve without attachment, what would I do? I'd be bold and brave, which sometimes means going slow. I would share and make offers without fear because I trust that I'll be fine either way. Because I love myself and I'm staying in the game and I'm playing to win. And I allow myself to know that everything is always working out for me. I can trust life to support me. So I will show up and do my part even when it's hard, even when I have fears and doubts because winners win. And that's who I choose to be. Feel free to use that for yourself. Affirmations are powerful because we experience reality through the language we use to describe it. And when we tell ourselves stories about how things are gonna go, they usually turn out that way. So if you're telling yourself that you know life is hard and it has you have to work hard to be successful and that it takes a long time to build a, bi- a successful business, that will be your truth. When you're willing to shift your language and just say, I'm willing to stay in the game and play to win, your brain will find ways to help you make that true throughout the day. So what I've covered today in this episode is the kind of work we do in my Aligned and Prosperous group coaching programs and in my VIP one-on-one private coaching. If you would like some support with the mindset work, the strategy and skill set work, the leadership, the messaging work that will help you shift into being the kind of person who stays in the game and plays to win, Message me either on Instagram at I'm at coachdebstell on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook. You can find me all those places, or you can email me directly at hello at Stellingworth.com. And I'd be happy to have a chat with you to see which track is right for you. Make a wonderful day. Keep being stellar. Keep staying in that game and playing to win. Because when you do, you have a ripple effect on those you love and those you serve. And together we make the world a better place that way. Make a wonderful day. Bye for now everyone.